Why, hello, Sam. Uh, so you, wow, you sound uh, you sound excited. Because I'm talking to one of my favorite humans on the internet, and that always uh-huh. excites me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Do you want to play a game? Yeah, sure. I want to play a game. What are we playing? Okay, okay. The game is I'm going to play a snippet of music and it will have a ridiculous genre <laughs> name and you need to guess the genre. Are you oh, ready? This is so exciting. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hit okay, me. Okay, I'm going to go. Okay, so hold on. You're going to play uh, music and I must guess the genre. Yes, yes. Did you hear that? Did it come through the Skypes? <laughs> no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Damn it, no, it won't work. Oh, man. Are you playing it on your laptop? I am. There's a way to do this, but uh, But can't you play it on your phone? Get your phone out, Sam. No, 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 because I want to play it off everynoise.com, the genre map, which is my favorite thing that I've discovered in ages. It's one guy's attempt to map every genre of music, and it's this giant explorable thing, and you can click on things, and you can find out what Melbourne bounce sounds like and deep, happy, hardcore. (laughs) It's just so great. Nice. I found a genre called strut. <laughs> Do they have Japanese strut. noise music? Uh, let's search Japan. Yes, yes, they do. Well, it's called nice. wait, they have Japanese traditional, Japanese psychedelic, Japanese jazztronica, wow. <laughs> Japanese R&B. Oh my God, all the things. Anyway. These guys are legit, Sam. Dude, it just it like appeals to my urge to categorize all the things in the universe. It's great. This does sound like fun. Yeah, ours. We need ours. to we need to play this game at some point where it's actually possible. When I'm not in London okay. and you're not in Cape Town, and, or actually, <laughs> there's probably a way to make that work too. Yeah, but not right now. So tell me about London. What have you been thinking about in your brain while um, flaneering around the alleys? Uh, work, because, you know, mm. that's exciting. Don't you just think about work all the time, Sam? I kind of do, uh, yesterday that's I was why thinking no one invites about... me to parties anymore. Yeah, sorry, what were you thinking about? No, yesterday I was thinking about writing, because uh, I was reading your short story, which I absolutely love. And I was reading um, yours, and I loved it too. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, glad that we, we said we were going to do a thing, and then we did a thing, and it's great. We followed through, Sam. We committed to something, and then we actually did it. So if anyone else who's listening to this thing that we're, we're doing, this conversation that we're having on the internet, and they want to read your very delicious short story, they can go onto Medium and look for drippy fun times, and then they can read it there. That's our publication. And then, s- and, then, and then anyone listening to this conversation can also write a short story and send it to us, and we will publish it, and yeah. you can be part of the fun. Context, if you listen to the last uh, conversation that Sam and I had on the internet, we decided that we were going to write more and we gave each other a week to write a short story and then we actually did it. That just blows my mind. (laughs) Yes. I I really feel like peer pressure is the only way that one can ever really be productive. You sort of have to game your inner like procrastination once though and by making it feel ashamed. Yes. <laughs> well, also, uh, my commitment was that if I didn't write a short story, I'd have to give half a Bitcoin to Donald Trump's campaign. So uh, if that's not going to motivate the fuck out of you, then nothing is. <laughs> I actually forgot about that. <laughs> you didn't make a commitment. You just followed through regardless. Yeah, I'm in I'm awe just, of you, Sam. I'm just a superior human to you. What can I say? <laughs> it's true. So, anyway, so you were thinking about writing and then you were also thinking about work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I plan to do a lot more of this writing. This is good. This is, yeah, I read Corin Armstrong's book, um, 
uh, called Writing Down the Bones ages ago. Mm, mm. And she talks about writing practice. She's like, you want to get good at writing? Write. But mm. you have to do it all the time, every day. Just write. Doesn't matter what. Just sit down and write. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I would have done six years ago and I read the book. Uh, but it's taken me a while. I needed your help, Sam. Aww, so, you know. so now I'm going to write more. No, I just, I've been thinking about how I work. Mm. Um, you know, like, I, I've got a lot of things going on in a lot of places, mm. which, you know, is neither special or important or even interesting. Um, but there's like a lot of things spread out over a lot of companies. And mm. Mm. I feel like, so, so you know, I, I was told by smart people that that's stupid and you should focus on one thing at a time. And I'm like, okay, but no, actually, I don't think it's stupid. And also, I think you're wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm starting to realize there's a truth in the middle. Like, I can do lots mm. of things, but I can only do one of them at a time. And yeah. I think the mistake I've been making is trying to do too many of them uh, at the same mm. time. So I've been feeling similarly. And so at the moment, I feel like, I don't know, a like a rat that's been put in Rat Park, you know, that scientific experiment where they made like Rat Paradise and gave them lots and lots and lots of games to play to keep them super stimulated. And I no, feel like they've amazing. also pumped me full of like PCP and cocaine and like, like they did in the rat experiments. And I'm like... What? I don't know, jittery, and I'm like jumping around in Rat Park, and there's cool things, and there's this cool thing, and there's this other cool thing that I want to do too, and then this thing, and all of the things. And it's yeah. been really fun, but also quite frustrating because at the moment I feel like I have 35 like half drawn drawings, you know? It's, um, it's a problem, Sam. It's a problem called life. Mm. <laughs> but I, I read an article on context switching. Have you read about this thing? Yeah, where you like you think you're multitasking, but you're actually not. Yeah, so they actually, uh, and again, this is a study. Like you could find studies <laughs> for anything. It's um, science. Yeah, it's science because there's a study that says if you draw with crayons, your kidney gets bigger. Um, <laughs> so I'm always wary of something that starts with study say, or a mm. new study reveals that, because usually mm. that means bullshit, 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 and also bullshit. Mm. Um, <laughs> but but so. <laughs> But, but, but there is a lot of solid science around context switching and multitasking. And this one particular study suggests that your IQ actually is lowered um, when you're constantly switching between tasks. Mm. Um, and the test that they did was in browsers, right? Because like what we all do now is we work with everything on the web because Google. And then we have 100 tabs open in Chrome or Firefox or whatever. And we're constantly switching between these different tasks mm. um, and reducing our ability to do each one of them in so doing. So much. Um, yeah. So I've been trying to use less tabs. That was my takeaway. Ooh. No, generally I need, to, I need to just stop switching from one thing to the other constantly and do one <laughs> yeah. thing at a time. Like maybe, mean, like maybe Monday is your writing day and Tuesday mm-hmm. is your... Uh, make interfaces for the apps day and Wednesday is business development mm. and Thursday's meetings or I don't know yeah but I also think like also acknowledging being in a in a like mind like water state you know to kind of draw on my, like my, water, my, my old favorite um, uh, what's his name thingy Allen the getting things done guy my, my hero um, I thought it was like, Bruce Lee maybe <laughs> I don't know uh, like a study water. on the internet said you should keep your, your mind like water, uh, wherever it comes from. Like the idea of it's also important to be responsive to whatever feels like the most important thing for you to be doing at any one time. So also like not pre-scheduling that too much. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah and just having a like reliable way to take all of those little brain farts of like oh it'd be so cool to do this thing and not like immediately go do them but write it down somewhere and then know that you can like come back to all of those thoughts later and like groom Uh, them and pick them up and mm. we need to talk about that sam because Mm. that i think that's key is I'm doing the thing now and I'm not doing the other thing, but mm-hmm. the other thing is in my head. I need to put the other thing somewhere where it's mm. not interfering with the thing right now and I can mm-hmm. come back to it, but I don't feel like I've lost something. Because yeah. you know, I'll have the, the experience where I'm running in the morning or whatever, and I'll have a hundred to-do items that come into my head and I'm like, oh, cool, I need to do this. And I need to email Alan and I need to ask <laughs> Sam about that thing and I should write yeah. up that proposal. And then, you know, I get to my desk two hours later and it's all... Phew, gone <laughs> which perhaps is a good thing like i'm yeah. very i'm very i'm all about living in the moment man but um but where do you put the stuff when it's in your head and it's interfering with the things mm, i mean in my life i put them on like tickler lists in to doist and evernote but you know I, but i also think it's important to acknowledge the other half of what you said which is it's also important to like not be too beholden to that to-do list and sometimes be able to like sit there like a zen like a zen master and ask your your intestine you know what is the thing that i should be doing right you now ask your it's intestine? Actually, well you know listen to your gut uh, this uh, isn't very actionable you know like what is what is my gut say actually i should be doing at right this moment because it's the most important thing like actually maybe if you don't email alan like if, if it was really that important that you needed to email alan you'd be emailing alan you know true yeah no. but i'm running now it's still important <laughs> that i email alan i can't do it while i'm running oh. so i've i've started using google keep for a lot of things because the one thing yeah. that is always with me is my phone like yeah. i used to, you know you carry around a notebook sure you don't have the notebook with you while you're at dinner with friends necessarily or while mm. you're on a run or whatever mm. um but you always have your phone i started using google keep because evernote's a fuck show sam i've given up oh, just, shush watch your filthy a, mouth <laughs> it's it's a fuck show. I can't use Evernote for anything useful. It's for smart people. I'm not smart enough. Maybe that's the problem. Tell it's me just too complicated, Sam. <laughs> so Tell Keep is simple. Do you, I like what Google has done with Keep. do you take stuff out of Google Keep? Like how often do you either like read through all the shit in there or like search for something? Or is well, it that's about the, stuff So away? that's the big discipline. So a friend of mine is a comedian and what he does is whenever he has a joke coming to his head or the suggestion of an idea, he writes it in his notebook and he's got like tons of notebooks. But, mm. and he has the key, once a week he sits down with a cup of coffee and he goes through his notebook and he turns, he honors each of those ideas. He turns them mm. into something on his computer. He develops mm. the joke. He writes the story. He puts it somewhere where it could be of use to somebody <laughs> instead of just on a shelf with all the other notebooks. Mm. And I think that's the discipline. So I'm trying to regularly go through my Google Keep, like delete mm. the ones that I'm not going to use, tick off the ones that I've done. And mm. the little scraps of ideas I've written down start turning them into something somewhere. That's really cool. I, mean, I also I, find I Google Inbox the, really, yeah. really useful for that stuff. Like, uh, mm, emails. I mean, if you, well, and no, so, so Inbox is so much more than email. And now, for example, you can save links to Inbox and then they'll appear as little items between all of the email messages. You can add tasks to email, uh, mm. to, to Inbox. You can add reminders and you can make them location-based. So... Uh, Inbox by Gmail uh, is becoming so much more than an email app. It's really like the be-all and end-all productivity app, I'm starting to think, if you use it correctly. And it's got smarts built in. It's got a little bit of Google Now and context built in. So, you know, it'll take all of your flight receipts, for example, and it'll turn them into trips under the trip um, uh, menu item. Um, Mm. 
so it, you know it's starting to to develop context it'll take all of your amazon emails and it'll put them under the purchases thing mm. um so it's it, it took me a while to get into uh, and i've been using it since like before it launched but it's absolutely incredible now so that combined with keep and the rest of Google's Uber productivity suite is making that me very That does sound happy. pretty magical. I must say, like, so my thing that I've been geeking out about a lot is uh, Google Scripts recently. I'm just realizing, oh, my God, like, how powerful that can be as, like, an o- workflow Scripts. automation thing. Oh, my God. So, basically, oh, it's script. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where you can like write a little JavaScript file that says like, if I add a line to this Excel spreadsheet, then go and, and it's a book, then go and look up the name of that book on Goodreads and then come and put the rating out of five in this column. Nice. Or, you know what I mean? Oh my God. So like, this is, you know, talking about like you get a brain fart and then you almost immediately want to go do that thing because it's exciting right now. But like this morning I spent like two hours trying to write a Google app script for like goodreads integration into a google spreadsheet for my book club like it's so exciting Arrgh, you that's can do cool anything. increasingly I, I feel like i just want to live inside google it's it's google like is my it's friend, terrifying Sam. it's the overlord but it's it's so nice in here i think i don't find it terrifying at all um <laughs> google's had a lot of my information for a very long time i've got 10 years worth of email like all of my email across all of my addresses is yeah. all in a single Gmail account and has been for 10 years. Mm. And they haven't let me down, Sam. They have great. not reported me to the authorities. Yeah. They have only ever made me more awesome by reminding me that I need to leave for the airport, yeah. by by bringing all the things together. It's just... Mm. And then I look at Microsoft on the other end. Oh, by the way, did you see um, Microsoft Project that they launched this week? Uh, I, Basically, I, Microsoft Trello. Yeah, I looked at a thing that came up in Slack. I don't know. And that was all I saw. Is it? Does it look it's good? Like, it's like Oscar Pistorius launching his own range of handguns. It's just, <laughs> no, Microsoft, not from you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cute. It's not... It's not the right conversation to be having yeah. with you, Microsoft. This is the thing. Like, you know, there's still those diehards that you occasionally meet, like, especially like Excel evangelists. And because I like dabble in data analysis stuff, like I know a lot of people who are really, really, really obsessive about Excel. Um, you know a lot of and- nerds. I do. I know a lot of nerds. And you know, these people, like they really, they have mastered Excel. They can write macros that would make, make like Java neckbeards weep with their beauty you know but like at the end of the day and then and then you like i go and talk to them and i'm like but why are you still using microsoft like google docs and drive is like just it does everything it's fine really it does everything and if it doesn't natively do something someone has made a plugin that does the thing that you needed to do really go and take a look at it and they're like no never but this is the thing with like google scripts really now there is honestly nothing that's can't be done in like even like even to replace excel which was the one thing that microsoft did probably better than anything else but there's not there's nothing left i don't know why on earth people haven't all jumped away from microsoft like who's still using it you only need to you only need to experience collaborating on a google doc once yeah to be converted where you can see everybody's different colored curses moving around and all the magical magic Mm -hmm. happening in front of your magical eyes and it's magical it's life-changing. It really is, though. I have Science. all my things in Google. But you know what it is, though? It's that, like, we give our data to a lot of companies, but Google is the only one who gives it back to you, like, who, who makes it magic and then makes it, like, wisdom and information and then gives it back to you, you know? Yeah, which Apple and Microsoft would have us believe is why we should hate them, but... <laughs> no, 
know. The more stuff I give them, the more awesome is the stuff that they give me back. So honestly, yeah. if I could like implant a chip in my ankle, then so that Google knew everything about my body as well, I would do that. Mm-hmm. Like the more I give Apple, the more they just turn it into a foot to kick me in the nads with. <laughs> no yeah. shame. They they're trying hard. Mm. They do, you know, they do okay at uh, personal information (laughs) management stuff. But Mm. I just feel like Google's killing them at everything right now. Even Google Music is better than Apple Music. Mm. And fun fact, it has more songs on it than Apple Music now too. So the argument was always, yeah, but Google doesn't have the Beatles. Well, now they fucking do. As well as probably a lot of Japanese noise artists and whatever else it is that Apple doesn't have. Let me find you another one. Let me find you another one. Uh, uh, J Idol, <laughs> new newer Deutsche Harte, <laughs> post Screamo. Okay, <laughs> Sam. When I'm back in South Africa, you're coming for dinner. We're gonna play this game for real. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. It's so great. Um, yeah. So I look. So music exciting. is the one thing that I haven't been able to let go of, just because Spotify. Oh, like nothing has quite quite gotten to like Spotify for me yet. Like I was on audio for a while and I really liked audio. Um, and then when audio died, I kind of tried Google Music for a while because Spotify is still legally not available in my country, which is bullshit. Um, but no, I just couldn't. I went back to Spotify. So, um, yeah, I, I, I actually probably stupidly made a rule with myself a while ago where I wouldn't use anything that wasn't officially available in my country. It's like, you don't want me to be your customer, so go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, And Spotify falls into that camp. I know. But you can use a VPN. Fuck that. I don't want to use a VPN. I want to use Google Play because they have their music in my country. Yeah, and actually, fuck you. And the world is bigger than Europe and America. Um, But it's such a small market. Uh, Yeah, it's got 50 million people inside of it, 9 million of which can afford your service, which is Mm. bigger than the population of Sweden where you launched. Yes. (laughs) Also, Sweden. But I still love you, Spotify. Hi. I do. Hello. (sighs) Damn it. It's like, like, (laughs) I want to hate you, but then you're so great. Like, it's like Tidal, like, is the opposite, right? Like, I want to love Tidal, but it's so shit. You, like, why do you want to love title? Because like I buy the whole like the whole argument of artists should own the means of production. Like as someone who in an ideal world would just write books and then like people would pay me money and then that would be what I would do. Um, like I, I really buy, I buy what they're saying. Like, yes, artists should own the means of production, but then build a player that doesn't crash every five minutes. I'm sorry, title. I'm sorry, Kanye. I'm sorry, Bay. Like, no. <laughs> I thought Tidal was all about high fidelity music streaming. I didn't know it was about. Uh, no, I know it's, it's kind I, of interesting. I googled it and that's what it says now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's kind of interesting. And that's I didn't why, know it like, was Beyonce... about owning the means. Yeah, 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 and it's kind of interesting. So it's sort of like artist owned. So it's the reason that like Lemonade was only launched on Tidal, and they refused to. Beyonce refuses to put it anywhere else. And power to Beyonce. Ah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then she did put it elsewhere eventually. Uh, I don't um, know if she has yet. I know Kanye eventually eventually released Life of Pablo. Oh wait, you can buy it on iTunes, but you can't stream it on Apple. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Details, Sam. The devil's inside <laughs> of them. Um, well, that's cool. I, I, access to motherfucking lemonade, which is the best fucking thing to come out in years in music, is not a tiny detail. Is that possible? Beyonce is our queen. Is she? <laughs> Sorry, she's my queen. Wow. It's like I don't know you at all, Sam. <laughs> and I think Vaporwave. that's why I like you so much. Vaporwave. 
breaks, Makina, Bubble Trans. <laughs> Are these genres? Yes, Zook. <laughs> Zook. What Zook. does Zook sound like? Oh my god! Oh, when you, I can't, you can't play it for me. you because the internet. I'm gonna have done. to go and I'm gonna have to go and explore for myself, <laughs> and start a new genre. Genre. Ooh, we were gonna start a currency. Oh yeah, uh, doubloons slash fuck coins. Fuck coins. Fuck Sam coins. and I are fuck starting a cryptocurrency. Yeah, and then we'll give some to all of you because it won't be worth anything or won't be worth hey, much. Hey, back, back up! <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said we were. We were so, Sam and I were having another conversation that wasn't on the internet, and we hmm. were talking about how easy it is to create your own currency now, thanks to Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency, kind of like Bitcoin, but not entirely. And now we're going to make our own currency. Mm-hmm. I actually started um, because I hadn't actually what? like bought any ether before we had that conversation, and then after we had that conversation, I went and like did all the things, and it's it's very simple, like in the sense yeah. of if you think about making a currency, but it's not that simple that it was something that most people could do, I think. But what's very exciting is that you know it will get more simple and more available. So fuck coins are a thing already. Yes. Oh, well, I started and then I, I got distracted because, again, see above, re, rat in rat park. <laughs> mm, I have unicorns. Unicorns? <laughs> Can I have one? How much are they worth? Uh, nothing. I have neon coins as well. They're also worth nothing. <laughs> so the beautiful uh, thing about Ethereum currency that I discovered, which you know, I don't know, I'm just saying this out loud for the benefit of other people, um, is essentially they're like little tiny software programs as well. So you can transmit... Smart contracts. Yeah, exactly. But it means that you can transmit a bunch of stuff. Like you can put, you can put pictures in them and you can make rules about how they're used. And yeah. those are like built into the currency itself, which is really rad. It's all terribly exciting. It's okay, so fuck coins cool. are a thing. Yay! Well, Yay. No, the balloons has <laughs> been used by pirates everywhere. We need to yeah. call them fuck coins. Fine, fuck coins. Fuck you, fuck coins. And then we can we've got to try and embed like something quite like angry inside of fuck coins. So it's like very passive aggressive to give someone a fuck coin. It's like what you use when you're paying no. someone that you don't want to pay. You're like, I Nobody really don't will use it then. But you know what? Fuck coin you, <laughs> but you have to pay someone. Oh. It's for that particular circumstance where it's like, I owe you money, I have to pay you money, but also fuck you. <laughs> Simon, you've turned into a robot. Wait, Simon, you're a robot. You've turned into a robot. Mm, but not in a good way. <laughs> you sound like a singer from the genre glitchcore, which is a thing. <laughs> Hello, is that better? There we go. Thank you. You're not an Android anymore. Sorry, that got really weird. Um, you know, that never happens with us, so I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Things never get weird. Things never get weird. Mm -hmm. Simon, yeah. have you discovered um, new and exciting things since the last time we had uh, a conversation? Not really. I'm still re sort of reading Power, Sex, and Suicide. Oh, um, you know, while we're talking <gasps> about... Dude! Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, I almost forgot. After you told me about mitochondria and that you were reading about them, I then, I then went and found the Kurzersacht video about mitochondria, and it blew my tiny brain. It's crazy. Oh, my God. 
What? This whole, you didn't tell me this. Fucking mitochondria have their own DNA. There are things inside of us that have yeah. different DNA to us because they started as bacteria. What the fuck, man? There are billions of that little of animals living inside of our cells uh, making us do stuff. It's crazy. Dude, that, it blew my tiny brain out of my tiny head. It, it, wow. Thank you for telling me about that. Mitochondria that are amazing. Dude. Dude. I I spent a weekend uh, cohabiting with a molecular biologist who got me onto all of this stuff. It was a fascinating time. Um, uh-huh. It was the best of times. It, it was the biologistiest of times. It was the being all of somebody else's smartness of times. Um, <laughs> what did you learn from them? Uh, about mitochondria, dude. She told me about this book, mm. which I told mm. you about. And now we are all in awe of mitochondria. Turns out our genes are actually just mitochondria's little bitches or something. <laughs> um, so while we're talking about... But doesn't it... Yeah. Sorry, I mean, what was so cool for me about it was just reinforcing the fact that we aren't one thing. Like, we think about ourselves as a single, like, being, right? Like uh, a single hells no, you're not one thing. We're not. We're like, we're like a mess of fucking, like, I don't know, gut bacteria and mitochondria, which are their own fucking species inside of us. What? What even? And then Even your brain hemispheres are two things that think about oh, themselves singularly. <sighs> it's just amazing. I just like, what am I? What am I, Simon? What am what I? What am I? What's okay, going yes. on here? <laughs> You're inside a video game, Sam. Elon Musk said it, it's true. Isn't it Entirely funny, though, possible. that within two weeks of us discussing it, suddenly, all of a sudden, it's cool for Elon Musk to be talking about it? So basically, he thinks think maybe he found listens. a conversation on the internet. <laughs> he is our homeboy. He's, He's even from Pretoria, like He's, we are. Yeah, he got punched in the face by rugby players in Pretoria like we did. Yeah, we did. We didn't like us either, old mm. Ellie. Ellie, yeah. my man, my bro. Um, so still obsessed with mitochondria. But while we're talking about mm-hmm. places where you put stuff for finding later, I use a Chrome extension. I don't think we've discussed it before, called Momentum. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Let me double check while I talk about it. And basically what it does is every time you open a new tab in Chrome, it's got a beautiful picture and it tells you who took the picture and you can find out more about them. But more importantly, Aww. it's got a to-do list and it asks you what your focus is for today. And then you have your to-dos in your face every time you open up a new tab. So it's pretty simple. It's got uh, a search. I don't know what you do with the search because I've never used it. It's got the weather in your location. It's got your to-dos. It's got a, a smart quote from somebody smart and it's got your focus for the day and the time. And it says, good afternoon, Simon, or morning or evening or whatever the time may be. Um, and Ooh. it's probably the Chrome extension I've been using the most, longest. I don't know. It's useful. I like it. Are you going to write another story, Simon? Yeah, okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Are you going to yes. write another story, Sam? Yes, yes. Um, this time, can I have two weeks, please? Sure. I, I feel like I put everything in my head into that one story. So, whew. Rubbish. Writing another Rubbish. one. <laughs> Go and dig through your Google Keep and look for an idea. Okay, I'll write another story. Um, I can't make any firm time commitments at this stage. Fine. Fine. People who find our conversations on the internet and then listen to them should also write short stories and put them in our collection on Medium called Trippy Fun Times. Also, 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 we should all meet up somewhere and have a drink. People who are. That we pay for with fuck coins. 
with fuck coins. I think, yeah, I want to meet some of you people. We should go and drink beer in Cape Town. Um, I don't know. I'm scared. Send us a tweet or something about where and when. I'm bad at organizing things. <laughs> yeah. Um, How do I ever see you? <laughs> yeah, just uh, tweet me with the place and drinks, and maybe I'll be there. Maybe and I'll I won't. Just yeah, it's oh, a great idea, me. Sam. Okay. No, but I, I'm serious about this. I think we should arrange a meetup, Simon. How should we do this? A meetup. Well, for people who are in Cape Town. Yeah. Um, if you're in Cape Town, come to a place. We'll post something on Twitter, and then maybe you'll see it. <laughs> the way we organize everything, Sam. Basically, Simon... Okay, fine. This is the plan. Simon on Twitter is at Simon Dingle, and we will decide on a place, and then he will tweet it, and then come hang out with us. Oh, Jesus. All right. Okay. Let's it's probably that. just going to be you and me drinking beer, so i.e. it will probably be just like any other Tuesday morning at Fine 10. with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that, Sam. I'm fine with you. I'm fine with beer. I'm even fine with Twitter. It's all okay. <laughs> okay. I love you, you weirdo. I love you too, <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.